Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is going on, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. bit of a theory about this one you know how everybody always says that it's so difficult to go play in denver because the air's thin and they're right the air's thin it's hard um here's the thing denver athletes are training in that air so what if when they come down to regular person altitude they're kind of like superman coming onto a different planet and playing under a different colored sun. What if training in that high altitude makes them something of basketball Superman? No, I don't know if the math bears that out. I imagine they don't play on the road any better than any other average team, but it's something to think about. So, as you might have gathered from that, the Thunder lost tonight. They lost at home. They lost... Sure, on the second night of a back-to-back against the Denver Nuggets. But the Denver Nuggets were also on the second night of a back-to-back. Now, look, the Denver Nuggets blew out their previous opponent and got to play fewer minutes than the Thunder had to. But they also had to travel. Granted, just from Denver to Oklahoma City, you basically get on a plane from Denver and coast down to the ground from there. Like, the plane basically doesn't even have to turn its engines on. You just kind of take off like a hang glider and fly on down to the plane where the waving wheat sure smells sweet, you know? So, like I said, the Thunder did lose to the Nuggets 105-98. to 98. It was kind of an ugly game for the Thunder. Uh, scratch that. It was absolutely an ugly game for the Thunder. Uh, so, with that in mind, let's hook up the TiVo. And look, Thunder fans... If you didn't get to watch this game, first of all, good for you. Second of all, you don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. It was a slow start both ways, with both teams on the second half of a back-to-back. There were a lot of short shots in this game. Mostly by the Thunder, and that includes 
from the free throw line. Uh, one noteworthy play from the first quarter is Jeremy Grant totally yammed right on Nikola Jokic's head. He only had one step from outside the lane, like not even a full step. It was just kind of a pivot. He had one drop step from outside the lane and got basically his head up to the rim and brought it right down on Jokic's head. That was one of the highlights of the game for the Thunder. The thing about Nikola Jokic is he might be too smart for his own good. He's so skilled and so smart that sometimes he tries to make these little plays that if you're watching the game, you could look at it as, ooh, that was a really smart attempt. Like he tried to draw a full court charge in the backcourt on Russell Westbrook while he was catching the ball, didn't get the call. He was trying to slow down Thunder guards in the backcourt when they were trying to get out on the break. And you could think of those as smart plays, but in reality, the Denver Nuggets would be better off if he just sprinted back on defense. It reminded me of when I'll play pickup basketball and I'll be winded and my teammate will get a rebound and I'll set a little screen on the other player in the backcourt and just be like, look out, I'm setting a screen, like pretending I'm doing something useful, but really I'm just trying to preserve a little bit of my own energy. So sometimes he can use his intelligence to his team's disadvantage, but for the most part, he's a great player. Um, Paul Millsap got banged up in the first quarter when Paul George stole the ball from him. It reminded me of one of those plays in football where the guy will do a strip tackle and just completely come away with the football. Uh, I think Paul Millsap banged his left knee up, but he ended up coming back in the second quarter, so no harm done. The game started out, like I said, pretty sloppy both ways, but when the Nuggets bench came in, and I mean, aren't we supposed to be the team with the good bench? I thought that's how this season was supposed to go, and it has for the most part, but in this game, it did not. The Nuggets bench stretched out a pretty good lead at the end of the first leading to a 23-33 to 33 deficit for the Thunder. The first things that happened were whichever Plumlee the Nuggets have totally owned Timothy Luawu Cabarro, just completely annihilating one of his dunk attempts at the rim, and he followed that up by also blocking a Steven Adams attempt. Man, if that Plumlee keeps this up, I might have to go look up which Plumlee that is. By the time Russ came back in, the Nuggets were still up 40-29, to 29, and they immediately knocked down a 3 when Russ came back in and to lead to a 43-29 to 29 deficit. Um, that's about when Paul Millsap came back in, and the Nuggets stretched it out to 63-42 to 42 by the end of the second quarter. The Thunder didn't just, just didn't put up much of a fight. They just weren't making shots. The Nuggets were making everything. According to the broadcast, 42 is the fewest first half points that the Thunder have scored this season. They were 29% from the field in the first half, 10.5% from three. Meanwhile, Denver was 51% from the field and 43% from three. So, I mean, a 21-point deficit is about the least you can expect from a deficit on percentages to that degree. At the beginning of the third quarter, the Thunder gave up an offensive rebound and the crowd got very close to boos. Like, they weren't quite boos. I think there were a lot of come on and things like that being yelled. But, man, they were just on the verge of booing. And then Hernan Gomez made an N1-3 off of a Paul George late closeout. And all of a sudden, Denver was up by 24 points. You know, you had hoped that the Thunder could kind of close that lead slowly. And 
to let the Nuggets just expand it right out of the gates in the second half was really harmful to their chances to win. They did end up making a late surge, which we'll get to, but 24 points is just a long way to come back from. And like I said, the Thunder did make a run, and it started at the end of the third quarter. Um, Adams finally started doing some work on the boards. The defense finally stepped up and got some stops. Uh, unfortunately, Russ just couldn't make his free throws or this lead, which got cut down to 13 after a bad Russell Westbrook three-point attempt that happened to go in. More on that later. Uh, if Russ had been able to make his free throws, this lead could have maybe gotten down to 10 by the end of the third quarter. Unfortunately, it was still a 14-point lead for the Nuggets, 80-66, to 66, which is just a really large amount to be able to overcome in one quarter. In the fourth, the Thunder just kind of traded buckets with the Nuggets um, up until the point where an interesting lineup came in, which I'll save for our unit of the game. There was a moment where Paul George made a three, Dennis Schroeder made a three, and Jeremy Grant made a three, all within a few possessions of each other. They managed to cut the lead down to six points with three minutes left. However, that's when Russell Westbrook decided to take another pretty bad pull-up three. And look, it almost went in, and it was a big momentum play, and the crowd sounded like they felt like it was going to go in which is pretty remarkable that Russ still has that much faith from the crowd but unfortunately he back rimmed it and it did not go in if Russ had made that one um to bring it to three points with about two minutes and 40 seconds left I think there's a real chance the Thunder would have pulled this one out unfortunately the Nuggets put it to bed right after that with just a series of floaters from Nikola Jokic and Hernan Gomez, who at one point Michael Cage just called Hernan, I think, thinking that's his first name and that Gomez is his last name, which is pretty funny. I think we can all relate to that. It's an unusual last name, but come on, Michael Cage. Uh, at the end of the day, it just turned out that the Thunder just couldn't get it below five points they got it down to five i think three times and then the nuggets just held them off and they really just never had a chance to get it below that they were never able to get the stop that they needed to get it down to that so the thunder dropped this one dropping them to 12 and 7 on the season making it instead of 12 and 2 in their last 14 making it 12 and 3 in their last 15 which i mean it's still pretty good the Thunder had a ridiculous stretch this week, as you can hear in the weekly podcast number nine that me and Matty Moles are on. They played five games this week in eight nights, which I felt like the NBA was trying to reduce those kinds of stretches. So this might be the most action-packed stretch of the season for the Thunder, and to come away three and two with that condensed of a schedule is honestly pretty good. But... Look, I, I was looking at the box score for this game, and I was going over it. And look, you got Paul George, 24 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. He's just been filling it up lately, um, especially on rebounds. He averaged over 9 rebounds a game this week. And to get 2 steals and 3 blocks in a game from your small forward, like that's ridiculous. If this guy isn't getting player defensive player of the year hype yet he needs to start getting that kind of hype 
Dennis Schroeder had 18 points, two assists, two boards. Steven Adams had 12 points on 15 shots. That's not a great outing for him. He also added 14 rebounds, though. Um, wasn't able to put up the number of assist totals that he had recently. But I think that's something that the Thunder are actually doing better this season is utilizing him in a matchup-based way. And although Nikola Jokic might have trouble in space, he is a good post defender. So they made a decision not to just feed Steven Adams in the post in this game. Uh, Jeremy Grant added what has become his usual 13 points. And Deontay Burton put in eight of his own. He was really good in this game. Add to that, Russell Westbrook had his second triple-double of the season. Uh, I kind of wish he hadn't had a triple-double because it's going to make Twitter less fun for Thunder Twitter fans in the next couple of days. But Russ had 16 points, 10 rebounds, and 12 assists. So just like looking over those stats, it's hard to see where this loss came from. And then I saw it. I saw that Russell Westbrook went 6 for 23 from the field. He went 1 for 12 from 3. Which, even if he was 4 for 12 or 5 for 12, I'd be a little upset by 12 attempts from 3. Now look, he's still it seems not in great shape coming back off of that ankle injury. And I'm still of the opinion that we can give him a little bit more time because he wasn't able to do cardio at all while his ankle was injured. But that leash is running out, Russ. Like that excuse of being out of shape, that excuse of I was tired, so I took an extra three or we were down... We were up by six, and I completely lost Jamal Murray and just waved at somebody to go get him, and he made a three-pointer. Like, you got, like, another game or two, Russ, and then you need to get yourself in cardio shape to where that's not an excuse anymore because whether or not that is the reason, you're not going to be able to use it much longer. In addition to the one for 12 from three, Russ went three for seven from the free throw line, and... Again, excuses all around. Uh, Dead legs, out of shape, lots of games in a row. But the team shot 23.1% from three. If you take Russ out of that, it's 30%. And that's still not great, but that's acceptable. The team shot 65.2% from the free throw line. If you take Russ out, it's 75%, which is better than the Thunder's average. So it's about time for Russ to have to step up and... It's nice that he's willing to kind of take a back seat, but he needs to realize that taking a back seat within the flow of the game doesn't mean that he can take a back seat from an effort standpoint. And again, maybe that's not the case. Maybe he's giving maximum effort and his maximum just isn't very much right now. But let's hope his maximum increases very soon because that's something we've always been able to rely on with him. Even so, again... The Thunder were playing their fifth game in eight nights, which is very hard. I'm sure their legs were very tired. They shot 35.9% from the field overall, and they were within striking distance. If a couple of late fourth quarter threes had gone in, if a couple of late fourth quarter Nikola Jokic's floaters 
had rimmed out, the Thunder may have stolen this game. And make no mistake about it, it would have been a steal. But to shoot 35.9% from the field and almost beat a very good Denver Nuggets team, uh, I think is a real credit to the defense of the Oklahoma City Thunder. They were second overall in defensive rating going into this game, um, down from first overall after the Celtics happened to blow out the Hawks the night before. But this game is actually going to help their defensive rating. It's going to hurt their overall offensive rating, which I think was at 13th before. So it really just speaks a lot to the fact that defense ability is the great equalizer. If you have a team who can be a top five, top two, top one defense in the league, you can withstand a lot of nights of bad shooting. Now, maybe you can't quite withstand a sub 36% from the field night. Maybe you can't quite survive a one for 12 game from three from your superstar point guard, but you can get close. The Thunder had a shot and that's all due credit to their defense, especially in the second half, who held the Nuggets to only 42 points in the second half. But that's just credit to the defense, and we have a lack of credit to the offense. And actually, a member of our unit, Alex Roig, was at the game as a media member tonight, and he got a quote from Stephen Adams, who said this to the media regarding particularly his shooting woes in the first half. Stephen, there was such a sharp contrast for you finishing at the rim in the first half versus the second. What do you attribute that to? Uh, I was just <laughs> honestly. Honestly, like, there's no real complicated shit about it. Like, I was trying to finish. Mm-hmm. It felt good, but yeah, it was just like I was just And then second half, I was, I guess, more aggressive, I guess you could say. I was still trying to do the right same things, but yeah, they're going in, so yeah, just like yeah that about sums it up um if it wasn't clear all of those beep noises were an expletive beginning with the letter s so in steven adams own words that's about how he and the thunder played in the first half so with that said with the game about wrapped up um let's take a second to talk about my favorite unit from the game was supposed to be a unit. So my favorite unit from the game wasn't even the unit that kind of got them back into the game. That unit actually ended up being the starters with Dennis Schroeder replacing whoever our two guard is these days. I don't even know. Um, they ended up making a run and like I said, they made all those threes to pull it back within range. But With the way Patrick Patterson has been shooting the ball, and look, I'm a major proponent, and I tweeted this out earlier, that Patrick Patterson is just in a slump. He's had a five-game slump where I don't think he's made a three-pointer. But if you look back over his career, that's just something that he's done from time to time. He goes through cold stretches, and for every cold stretch, there's a couple hot stretches, and one or two of those is coming. Like, just bet. But until he pulls himself out of that stretch, I thought the lineup of Russell Westbrook, Dennis Schroeder, Deontay Burton, Paul George, and Steven Adams 
was really useful at the beginning of the fourth quarter to kind of figure some things out in this game. And even if not that, I just like the idea of Paul George playing more at the four in this day's NBA. The Thunder are in a rare situation where they are in a position to put two true power forwards on the court who are adaptable to this ages NBA in Jeremy Grant and Patrick Patterson. But if Patrick Patterson isn't going to be knocking down threes, Paul George can play minutes there. And especially once all these wings are back healthy, the Thunder have enough depth to be able to place Paul George at that position. And how many power forwards in this league are going to be able to play with Paul George? And how many power forwards in this league are going to be able to abuse Paul George on the rebounds or in the post or anything like that? There's just not very many anymore. So I think it will be very useful if the Thunder decide to use Paul George at the four more often. And for that reason, that is my favorite unit in this game. So... That brings us to the last segment that we have going for this, and that is the Academy Award for Player of the Game. Congratulations, Deontay Burton. He had six points, two rebounds, a steal. Um, After showing out against the Hornets with those two dunks that he had and that one three that he made, he's really proving that he belongs Um, but frankly, this award is mostly by default because here are the shooting statistics for the rest of the team. Paul George, eight for 21, Steven Adams, six for 15, Russell Westbrook, again, six for 23, Luau Cabarro, one for six, Dennis Schroeder, five for 14. Now there's a few guys sprinkled in there who shot a good percentage on low volume, including Nerlens Noel on 2-for-2, two two, and Jeremy Grant on 5-for-11. And you know what? That's not actually a low volume, but you know what? That's actually it. Other than Deontay Burton, there are two other players who shot a decent percentage in this game. So almost by default, but really out of recognition for his last couple games, um, stepping up in the absence of players, Really outperforming that two-way contract. Congratulations again. Player of the game, Deontay Burton. What does that mean? Do I get get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? (laughs) I'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. And that about wraps it up. Thanks, as always, for listening. Be sure to check out the weekly podcast. Um, We didn't get to do any live reactions this week, but that's something that we're going to be working on. Uh, Keep your ears and eyes open for a reaction from Dylan Hunsinger, who again was at this Nuggets game with some friends and family of his from the great state of Kentucky. They made the road trip, and it was their first game at the peak, so we really want to get you guys a reaction from a first-time peak visitor so that you can either reminisce over your first trip or be jealous of what it's like if you're have never if you have never been able to make it to a game so keep your ears open for that again in the meantime you can find us at okc topic thunder on twitter you can find all of our recaps on thundersintentions.com you can find us on now that's thunderbasketball.com for every podcast 
iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And make sure and subscribe where you can. Give us a good rating where you can. And leave us a positive review. And, you know, again, hit us up on Twitter. We're very coachable. We like to have any feedback you can give us. And we're very responsive. So that's about it for us. Again, thanks for listening. And as always, thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.